0: Dimitri, welcome back to another Fitness Friday, man.
1: Thanks for having, me, bro.
0: This is good. This is a great idea. We're gonna sit down. Uh, the last one was amazing. We were talking about twenty-year-olds, and uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of truth in that one, which I really appreciate, and I think anybody in their twenties will appreciate it and understand that uh, they should be focusing on this.
1: A lot of take-home nuggets for them. I think yeah, hundred percent. Small reality check.
0: Yeah. So on today's show, we want to tackle thirty-year-olds, the thirties. That's what we want to tackle. So, everybody, again, I'm with Dimitri here from Pure Motivation Fitness. It's uh, www.puremotivationfitness.com. Dimitri at puremotivationfitness.com. And his personal email is uh, at Dimitri Ginkoulis, And then uh, it's also at puremotivationfitness.com. And by all means, everybody, you got a question, you got to inquire, you yeah, got anything, reach out. reach out. DM him, email him. He will answer. He will take care of you. He's, he's the person that you want to be speaking to about this. And that's why he's on the show. So. All right. Dimitri, let's start with the 30s. So I've got a list here again that I just pulled off, right? So in your 30s, you need to maintain your proper weight because in your 30s, you start to gain weight from not yeah. doing things. You also start to uh, lose muscle. Lose muscle. That's the other thing. They're saying to prioritize your exercise. Yep. So, so start focusing on it. Learn how to sleep this is key. Find a relaxation practice. Very important. So, I, you know, just... All kinds of stuff. Eat your vegetables. I guess you're starting to increase your vegetable intake.
1: Yeah, because uh, at that age group, you uh, start to get emotional eating.
0: Now, physicals start becoming a priority in your 30s. You got to start looking at screening and testing depending on your family history. Mm-hmm. You got to start considering that. Master your time. That's always, I think that's going to be relevant to anybody at any age. Yep. Maintaining your friendships. You start discovering, like I remember, you start losing friends in your 30s. People, oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. start going off to the wayside. Whether you don't agree That's with them, It's a good thing, bro. It's a great thing. That's a good thing. You Can start finding out who your true thing.
1: friends are. Because you start seeing who the real ones are. Yeah.
0: Learn your health history. Mm-hmm. This is really critical, right? You got to just figure out what or where you come from. get an
1: assessment, from. a proper fitness assessment.
0: And then in your thirties is when you start to balance home and work life, yeah. because now you're in your thirties. Like we said on the previous show. You don't have the mortgage, you don't have the wife, you don't have the kids, the majority of people
1: in their 20s. But in the 30s... Well, you're planning for it. You're planning for it. You probably found that girl or that guy you want to marry. You probably have that job that you are thinking of continuing or or even starting a new business. So it's that pre-planning phase.
0: So now in the 30s, you've gotten married. You've got a mortgage. You possibly have a kid. So now you got more responsibilities, but yet you still have to upkeep your health and fitness
1: and your well being. More now. I think it shines through. How do we do that now? We're more mature now. Now you got to, like you just said, more mature. I tell people, now it's time for you to put your health in a priority sequence and invest in it. And a lot of people think, I'm still 30. No, I still got the physique, the genetics. 30 to 40 is faster than 20 to 30 because to you're so busy man yeah you're doing so much shit and your priorities change when i was 21 i competed in my first bodybuilding show a drug-free show all i cared about was bodybuilding food training oh francesca my wife <laughs> oh my wife but it was everything else for me when you're in your 30s you kind of you're, you're almost passing that stage and it's like hey what am i gonna do next what my future When I hit my 30s, it was all about my business, my family, my wife. My training was there, but it came third priority. 40s now? Oh, my God. It's family. Because to me now, the life I have, we're going to be here, like you said in the first episode, till we said 80, life expectancy, 82? Yeah, 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 yeah. 82. I think I'm going to beat that. My mom's 74. She's in amazing shape. She trains four or five times a week. So hopefully I got her genetics. You're you're planning your life now. So in 30s, 40, or for me, 40s is about family, my role model, my identity, my business, and then my legacy. Like, what am I going to leave people in this world? So I think 30-year-olds should really, you're in an amazing place. You can sprint. You can pivot laterally you can walk back a bit and pause and make the decisions. Because at 40, it's like you should have did that before in the last decade. If you didn't pick up fitness in your 30s, you better get it now or else you're going to be done.
0: I know that you brought up in between... Uh, you were talking about the fat yeah man and, so, and i was shocked about we didn't discuss this on the 20s but let's let's actually talk about the fact that percentage percentage wise okay right here bro that like a, a lot of people may think no 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 that's not my percentage no way it's not it can't be
1: so i got my my laptop here open i'm going through we're talking about healthy um healthy statistics forget the scale the scale is an old way to measure weight composition is important Composition is the amount of tissues in relation to themselves. So you have fat tissue and you have lean tissue, lean muscle tissue. So here, according to this number here, and this is a vague one because it breaks down 16 to 25-year-olds, but it says for a 16 to 25-year-old, athletic or athlete-style percentage is 3 to 8%. Ideal is 9 to 16. I'm going to stop right there. So for a 25-year-old, 16% is ideal. 17 to 22 is average. 23, 25 is above average. 26% is overweight. I meet 25, 30 year olds that come see me at 30%, 33. This is a 20 year old, bro. So it's like you're not even 40 yet. You don't got a mortgage. You're not paying rent. You don't got kids. You don't have. If you want to see how healthy you are, Stop looking at your bloody weight. First, you check your blood pressure and your resting heart rate. What's the main engine in your body, your heart? Is that thing working? Is it working too much, too slow, too fast? The slower, the better. The faster, the worse. Second, you look at your percentage of body fat. If I'm 200 pounds and 50 pounds of me is fat and 150 is muscle, okay, there's my scale. If I go back in a month... And that fat is at 55, my muscle is going to be at 145 now. As you get older, you lose lean tissue. Women, any of the women listening right now, from 35 and up, statistically, from all the studies, universities, you can just go on Google, you will lose a pound of lean mass per year from 35 and on a woman will lose Lose more than a man yeah a man will lose a half pound why is
0: a woman losing more than a man they
1: don't they're not built like us they don't have as much muscle fibers as us we have testosterone but more importantly it comes down to usage bro if you're not lifting objects pushing pulling climbing crawling squatting you're gonna shrink and now, when you go back to genetics, what I specialize in, if you're an ectomorphic female that's got this, you think, it's, it's, a, you think it's, it's, a, it's a beauty and a blessing that you have a fast metabolism. Oh, I can eat whatever I want, McDonald's, get away with it, shitty food. And then when you're in your 30s, you have skinny fat. And they don't understand that skinny fat means you look great in an outfit. From a distance, you look like you're solid, your body's fit. But then I come up to you, and if I touch your glutes, your arms, you step on a scale, your percentage of body fat's so high because you're losing tissue all these years, and you're increasing fat tissue. Yeah, because your your body's consuming still; it's not exercising. And remember, like just sitting right here, I'm at 1,119 calories. It's only 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm gonna finish my day probably at 2,800, 2,900 calories burned. Some people can eat. 1500 calories in a meal. Yeah. So if they're not moving, I, I, I walked 2300 steps so far. If you're not moving and challenging your body by lifting objects, you lose muscle. So 30 to 40s is very important because genetically your body's just going to let go. 20 to 30, your genetics can hold you. 30s for a woman, you get pregnant, get ready for a shocker. Your hormones, your endocrinology, everything shocks and changes. For men, you're going to get that stomach gut, high stress, lack of eating properly. Your testosterone is going to drop. Big time. It, it, it drops more, I would say, 45 and up. 50, get ready, bro. Yeah. If you're not working out as a male at 50, you're the biggest idiot on this planet. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's like, where's your priorities?
0: You're on a path to destruction, basically. Yeah, it's like your, yeah.
1: te- your testicles ain't producing testosterone like they used to. Are you going to keep your priorities on your business still, on your cars, your trips, your fancy plane? Or are you going to take care of your body? So 30 to 40 is that beautiful state of I can move forward, back, left or right. I can make a few mistakes and still fix it. It's the decade of, you know, the ability to make change. And 30, if if properly planned, can your trajectory into 50, 60 is amazing. So there's the number one
0: reason, Dimitri, that... That 30 to 40 age bracket, you lose so much muscle
1: mass because you stop stop being active? It's a few different things. So if we look at the tissue of the human body, what changes tissue? Well, stress. And I don't mean stress from your work and stress from your family life, which does affect cortisol production. But I'm talking about natural, healthy stress on the body. You look at our ancestors They were picking up shit. They were carrying shit. They were working. Women were working in the fields. Men were hunting, right? Even when it came into the industrial age, women were doing stuff. Men were doing stuff. So now we're sitting on our asses. We're not squatting. We're not doing push-ups. We're not pulling ourselves on a bar. So when there's no stress to the body, ligaments, tendons, bones, tissue don't grow. If I make you curl a bicep every day on your right arm for a month you will have a half centimeter to an inch of growth on one arm why stress number two is nourishment from 30 to 40 40 to 50 if you're not consuming minimum i say for a female 0.7 grams of protein 0.8 per pound of body weight so a girl who weighs 140 times 0.7 she should be eating 98 grams of protein or 100 per day to maintain that muscle. Why? Because sexy muscle, which is thermogenically active, it's a hot tissue. It needs fuel. It needs amino acids. So when you're not fueling it that much, you shrink.
0: And it's even worse for men, I guess. You yeah, need men more. need
1: more. So I, I need about 1.5 times 195. I need 292 grams of protein per day. Per day. So if I divide that by six, it's 48 grams a meal. No problem. I can smash that easily. So 48 grams of protein is what? Size of your fist steak. Size of your palm is the easiest way to do it, but six to seven ounces of protein, a cup and a quarter of Greek yogurt, two scoops of protein powder. It's so simple, bro. Like opening a business is harder than working on eating smart. (laughs) Raising a child is nine times harder than changing your body. And people don't pay attention to it because... There's so many variables you can't control with a business, managing people, kids. With fitness, okay, I got to move. When? these least three hours of the week. What do I got to do? A, B, C, D workout. Okay, what do I got to eat? A, B, C, D protein. Done. It's simple. Step on the scale. If it doesn't change, get a good coach like me to make some tweaks. You're back. It's a cause and effect. Yeah, man. That's all it is. So 30 to 40 is important because people forget that the more you fuel your body with proper proteins every three, four hours, the more you train, you're also teaching your metabolism to be your your knapsack buddy, the one that's going to help you get the results faster. It's like those video games where you're, you're a plane shooting at objects and all of a sudden you get this extra plane helping you. That's your metabolism. Why poison it? Why feed it shit? Why starve your fucking metabolism? Why binge Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then starve Monday to Thursday? Why not exercise? Like when you look at people in the world, you look at people who exercise, have great lifestyles, well, look at their bodies. And then you look at someone, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I love every human, but when you look at someone who's not healthy, who is extremely overweight, you have a perception that they're either not organized or dirty, they don't eat well, they don't care about themselves. And really, that's not the case because they're hiding behind this, this fear of all these unknowns, but they're not taking care of their body. What is the number one
0: reason, Dimitri, that people don't work out, that they, people don't exercise, people don't focus on their health and
1: fitness? It's pain. Pain. They don't it's want the pain. It's not pleasure. Because there's we're all motivated by pain and pleasure. But the pleasure is at the end of this. But they can't see that. I drove here for an hour to come see you. Yeah. I'm spending all most of my time with you today. For me, it's pleasurable because I know that I'm going to create content with you to help people and to educating. You're edu- educating. Yeah, man. Yeah. But if people look at fitness as pain, like, oh man, I gotta go into the gym. I gotta sign up. I gotta pay for it. I gotta work out. Ugh. That's that's hard, but if you scale back to onion, there's, there's childhood pain, there's abuse, there's verbal abuse, there's kids that grew up without good parents that yelled at them and were too busy with their work or their marriage and didn't pay attention to that little boy or girl. So now that kid goes and eats Twinkies and eats chips and shit because that's quick dopamine. So when I meet someone who's overweight And I mean, like, I've met people in my lifetime who have really made me want to cry because I've heard the real story. Like, I'm talking to an adult that's 50 pounds overweight, that's got all these health issues, but they had, you know, a a, a physical thing that happened to them when they're younger. Or they grew up with a parent that was abusive. Or they they lost a sibling at a young age and they felt it was their fault. We got to, as good coaches... Just like a good construction worker, look at your foundation, what's good, what's not, and work with it. When a coach sees a client and they jump in, like, hey, you know what? We got to change everything about your lifestyle. That's the wrong way to do it. You take what they're doing good. That's intimidating
0: to say yeah, that. Yeah. You amplify
1: it. Yeah. Because to me, training and eating healthy and, and motivating my kids and my family, my friends, it's like one plus one is two. It's so easy. But to someone else, it's so hard. But just like for me, doing something that is not normal to me would be you know, scary.
0: It's true what you said about how it's actually more work, 10 times, 20 times, whatever, to run your business, your construction business, than it is to do the work that's involved in exercising. He, it's, like, it's insane.
1: It's nine times harder.
0: And for everybody that's got kids, that's even more work than actually exercising and taking
1: care of your body. And think of it this way. You open a business, you run it. You do all this work. And at the end of the day, you hope your profit margins are good. Yeah. You hope you retain your employees. You hope you retain your clients. With fitness, it's different. You do the job. You you will achieve it. You will achieve it. Yeah. And if not, you can tweak things. Because remember, the number one reason why people fail in life as well is because they hit a plateau where things don't change. And then if we go back to the 20-year-olds, they want things quick. I'm overweight. I start training. I lose 10 pounds. I'm happy. Next month, I plateau. Well, what the heck? I'm doing this, this, this is not working. Screw it. I'll go back to my old lifestyle. Well, you've got to change shit. You got to look at whatever got you from 10 to 20 pounds of weight loss won't get you to 30, 40. And I'm going through this with one of my clients from Atlanta. I have an online app through COVID. We lost all kinds of clients. And so I pivoted like most coaches in gyms. And I have an online training app and I provide coaching exercise videos nutrition but most importantly i provide myself with weekly check-ins and one of my clients who's down 31 pounds in atlanta now this female is amazing she's a truck driver as well which is i think the occupation you choose will dictate how hard it will be for you to achieve your fitness yeah, goals and all. Sure. but then again with anything you choose you can work on it so she's down 31 pounds and now she's Starting to struggle because her body's smarter, stronger, faster. Her her body understands performance nutrition. So I go to her, in order to get from the next, like from thirty one pounds to like the sixty pound. Whatever you did to get here is not going to work. And that's what people need to swallow. Like whatever I did to get to here, my so business. in your twenties, what you did is not what you should be doing in your thirties. No, it changes, bro. Because your body, especially the more you train, the smarter your body gets. Adaptation is a normal process that we should not fear or we should not try to hide from. It's a mental killer, though. It is, but people need to understand that adaptation is, is, is a natural way for us to adapt to life. Back in the, in the science shows us that, you know, back in the days, people would hunt all day, eat at night. They didn't wake up and go to Timmy's and get a coffee and a bagel. <laughs> yeah, right? no. So, if we adapt a certain way, our body responds. If people look at adaptation as a, as a learning process, at the end of 30 days, assess yourself, step on the scale, check your blood pressure, measure your waist, do push ups and see how many you get.
0: And go be honest with yourself too with that assessment. Yeah, man. Don't pretend that it's not exactly or not as bad.
1: Well, not doing the assessment is worse yeah. than not training and not eating right. I would rather someone assess every two weeks and train three times a week, but do the assessment every two weeks versus six times a week with no assessment.
0: It's more valuable that way.
1: 100%.
0: Three body types in your 30s. What dramatically changes between those three body types Mm. when you get it from 30 to, to 39?
1: I would say metabolism first. You have the ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph Really, really quickly, the first one's got a fast metabolism, second one medium, third one slow. The ability to gain muscle for the first one, the ectomorph, starts to decline. The one in the middle can go up and down. The, one, the third one, they can gain muscle easily. And what ends up happening is when they eat poorly, the endomorphic body type, and they miss meals e processed foods cheat don't work out yeah not only do they gain fat but they will bulk up in muscle too and then i've seen people that from my high school looked like me pretty lean and now i see them in their 40s and they look so big and it's not because they just gain fat but they've bulked up in so much muscle because the body says hey you feed me excess glucose i'm at a slow metabolism I'm going to bulk up in both tissues, right? Also, the mindset, which I think connects with metabolism. The mindset connects with body type. The mindset connects with core identity changes because we start giving up. We start saying, "Ah, you know what? I'm 30. I haven't achieved this. I haven't achieved that. I might as well just be happy. And it pisses me off when I meet people and they are content being 60 pounds overweight. They're content with having high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type 2. They're content and they say, well, you know, I'm taking my medication. No. The only medication you should be taking is is laughter. Is it
0: theoretically possible, Dimitri, that if you take care of your body and you constantly are assessing it and you're exercising, eating right, you never have to have any kind of medical attention Shh. barring any dramatic yeah, illness. Yeah,
1: if it's hereditary, something like that. Yeah. Or if it's like an autoimmune disease, 100%. You can walk away from most, the biggest health killers or the biggest killers in North America is metabolic syndrome. And that's a cluster of abdominal obesity for a woman above 35 inches for a male 40, high cholesterol, insulin resistance, and high triglycerides. These are all avoidable. Yeah, bro, it's the easiest ones. And exercise is is the... Exercise is... Bro, push-ups are free and people mm-hmm. still ain't doing them. I tell that to everyone I speak to. Cardio and jogging is free, but no one's doing it. It's And you know what? A lot can be reversible, but is it? it's the mindset. Can someone who's 50 pounds overweight believe it's true? Not really. And I get it. They're but that's opposite. where the
0: mentor comes in. That's where go. a
1: coach comes in. Or that's where you put your hand in your pocket and you say... See this fucking visa I have? I'm going to use this. I'm going to put $4,000 on my visa, just like I put $4,000 in all the other shit I buy. And I'm going to pay someone to keep me accountable. I have a coach to keep me accountable. I had two coaches at one point. And without someone to look at you and say, you know what? Mandy, you're not doing really well here. And if you don't have someone calling you out on your shit, like my wife is really good for that. But if someone doesn't have a wife or they're not married, you need to have a coach call you out. Someone needs to be calling
0: you out at any yeah. given time. Whether it's positive or negative, you need to yeah. hear the negative as much as you want to hear the positive.
1: And another thing is sometimes you should ask your kids. Kids today will surprise you.
0: Well, because they're 100% truthful. Right. Let's get, into,
1: uh, let's get into sex
0: in your 30s. What dramatically changes? What starts to change mm. in a man? What starts to change in a woman?
1: I think men are always going to be little squirrels trying to hump everything that walks around. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a natural process. God but if you, made but if you let yourself way. go
0: in your 30s, it starts to affect your testosterone levels yep. dramatically, yep. which starts to affect your sex drive.
1: Well, again, the way you are physically fit will affect your sex drive. Yes. When you're not exercising, especially for guys, not training their lower body, not training their legs, which naturally produces testosterone. You're Biggest not gonna, muscles in your body. Yeah, you're not going to have the same sex drive. Yeah. A lot of guys and girls mostly the guys talk and boast about how good they are in bed well i know for a fact that if a male can't do a plank for a minute if a male can't do like jumping jacks for three minutes straight or if a male cannot be physically active and go for a 20 minute jog or pre- com- complete a full workout you're not as good as you think you are in bed yeah like and there's no guys will always oh you don't know what i do come on bro
0: actions are very similar and if you can't do those exercises
1: then basically you're just lying to yourself a hundred percent and here's a kicker that you probably didn't even think i was going to say injuries to people's low back are higher when they are more active in sexual activity and they don't work out because your pelvis, is core. In, yeah, man, your pelvis is in a position of moving back forth, and you're performing in a certain manner. But then, if you don't use that part of your body, you're forcing it to. It's like doing repetitive stress syndrome. Yeah, you're making it do something at a high pace, and then not strengthening the whole body. So I tell people, like, if you want to be good in bed, go work out. You <laughs> think you're providing your wife. Love, you ain't providing shit. No, it's 100%
0: true, man. It's 100% true. I guess with the alcohol, you start getting into your 30s, you start becoming more of an adult, you start probably toning down the spirits and increasing the wine. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? We're still drinking. I'm assuming, too, a lot of guys in their 30s start shifting gears into beer drinking. Beer is like... I don't like beer, bro. One of those is the worst, right?
1: Higher in, in estrogen for beer. A lot of the guys that drink beer, they get that little boobies. Yeah. The gynecomastia growing... The barley, the yeast. For me, beer is just, it's very gassy. And again, I'm a visual looker, drinker. And you look at a guy, my, oh, well, I need maybe three drinks and I'm starting to feel it. But I see males pound back four, <laughs> five, mm-hmm. six beers. And you think of all that liquid, that volume going in your gut, that gas that's pressing your stomach walls. After a while, you need eight beers, nine. Well, what happens when you're drinking so much? You're not really going to eat because you're drinking so much shit. You may drink, you may have fries and chips to combat the salt intake you need. But I would rather someone have a shot of vodka with some soda water, some lime, a glass of wine, a nice little whiskey, something lower amounts because beer is consumed in volume. You drink six beers, you're going to be pissing all day. You're pissing all that beautiful water out of your body.
0: But then you're also contributing to your body, right? So it's affecting your body. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's I guess beer is more of a social gathering kind of back so to a circle. So it's wine.
1: Look at business meetings. You yeah, that's the same go thing. Go close a deal. And I have clients that tell me, well, Dimitri, if I'm closing a million dollar deal, I got to buy two bottles yeah. of an expensive... I can't show up and ask for water. So here's that whole concept of... Social status, power, wanting to be seen or accepted. That gets into the way. And 30s to 50s is where disposable income assists on this issue because you got more money. Yeah. You're in a, a different career part where it's associated. In your 20s, you're not really drinking alcohol when you're doing business. You're doing it on the side, on the weekends, at a party, you're experimenting. 30s 40s it's part of you know let's go for a let's go for a meeting let's go for a dinner it's true right
0: eating habits in your 30s
1: i think between 30s and 40s is a scapegoat where we're busier we are getting involved with our kids more we're doing a lot more so we're not planning and this is where basic principles like food prep which are so Structured in an athlete's lifestyle, last for life. You're third. You got two kids. You're working. You're busy. Maybe you're taking care of an elderly, your parent. So when you don't have these principles in your lifestyle, you will lose. People that always make fun of. I've had many clients say, "Oh my God, I can't live your life, Dimitri. You carry a lunchbox. You guys, we don't eat leftovers. I want my meal fresh." Okay. Can you see your private spot when you look down? No. Well, that's another reason. (laughs) When was the last time you really made love to your partner for over an hour? When was the last time you took off your shirt in the summer and just were proud versus hiding? 30s means I'm busy. 30s means I'm setting priorities. I'm planting deep seeds for my 40s and 50s. And 30s sometimes means I'll get to it later. Not now You know what So it's
0: priorities That's yeah, all it is
1: Yeah not now I'll do it later I'll, I'll work out later
0: Yeah but nowadays With the 30s You start having The adult version Of Uber Eats I guess Where you start having The meal prep businesses mm. So they're sending you A box of all the mm-hmm. Uncooked food All packaged mm-hmm. Are these good things or are these bad things? I know that a friend that listens, he actually sent me a package just to try it out, and I was pretty impressed with a lot of what they put together. Yeah, was it tasty? Was it great? It was okay. It wasn't amazing. Sure, the box shows up, everything's there. All yep. I literally have to do is just start the oven, start the cooktop.
1: Yeah, it's different versions. Some of them just send you the food raw; you got to make it. Yeah. I, I like those because you kind of get the your family has to cook the food. Yeah. Now, it's embarrassing that in today's society, unless you're a heart surgeon or you're traveling, you got a, you're gotta Elon Musk, someone that's so super busy, you should be able to cook dinner. Come on. Where's your priorities in life? Go grocery shopping and yeah, just pick man. it up. And, and you should take that period of time to go grocery shopping as an experimental part of your week to fuel your body. Now, food prep... I've had clients that have kids that are in wheelchairs, special needs. They travel. So I understand having food prep delivered to you ready to go is good. Where I don't like it is for the rich, the affluent, and the lazy. I don't like that. You're doing so well in your career. You have all this money. Your business is growing. Your kids are in private schools. So why not just order the food because you can afford it? That's lazy. Yeah, it is. Like, if if you're doing well in your life, then block off time to cook the bloody food so your kids can see it, so you can be involved, so you can learn. Cooking is a life skill. It's like swimming, it's a life skill. Learning how to spend money is a life skill. Exercise is a life skill. You know? So, in your
0: 30s, you should also probably be looking at different types of exercises tackling different things yeah. maybe good point maybe bro. getting into the swimming for the very first yeah. time good as point. a routine get into the cycling yeah get into whatever maybe changing
1: s- it up changing it up especially if you have kids and or especially if you are noticing that you have a certain body type if you're an endomorphic person listening you will know because genetically you have wide shoulders wide wrist ankles heavy midsection, you know, you've been heavy for the last 10 years of your life. So when you're looking at sports, you're thinking, okay, am I going to go to the gym and train five days a week? Or can I shock it up and do three training, at weight day, weight training, and then two or three days of cardiovascular, riding my bike, swimming, and then going hiking, changing it up because too much exercise with the wrong diet will bulk you up. It's simple. Yeah. The wrong body type will blow up. Too much exercise for my body type, the ectomorph, will make me shrink. So the body's a plant, man. It's a beautiful plant. What you do to it will dictate what you get from it. Where we are in life today is a reflection of what we've been eating and doing to our bodies last decade. Yeah, 100%. But it's never, I don't want people listening thinking, oh man, you know what, I'm doomed. It's never over. I had a guy in my, my club, John, John T. I'm not going to say his last name in case he's listening. But he came to us five years ago. Young guy. I think he's 25 now, so he must have been 20. Lost 60 pounds, bro. Change at 25? His, at 20, no, at 20, 20. Young, you know, school, partying, whatever. Big, tall guy. Wrong, diet. Lost 60 pounds. Dimitri, I'm going to university, whatever. He's going to become an accountant. Finished his membership No worries Lives near my street i seen him on social media A few times i seen him walking down I'm like fuck This guy gained weight Came back to us Almost 70 pounds heavier I go what happened bro? What happened? Yeah Well Real life happened He went to university His priorities shifted He got his grades He graduated He became a successful accountant But his body went to shit And this is 95% of the, our planet Focus and priorities. So again, he went back to training. He went back to investing. The thing, the thing that's smart about this guy is he knows, I'm going to spend five grand in personal training and nutrition. I'm going to get 25 grand back in my body. Now, if, if you look at his lifestyle, he's been training with us for, I don't know, the past seven months, even through COVID, has gone through a massive transformation. And now he's down... Another 60. Look at that picture, bro. Oh, yeah. I remember the post. Yeah. yeah. Good for 65 him, 65 pounds. Yeah. Look at his side profile.
0: Yeah, good for him, The man. guy
1: looked like he's 50 and he's only in his 25 years old. He's only That's a 25-year-old. Yeah, 25, 26 years old. He so looks- you can always turn your life around, but do you have that why? And sometimes when you don't have a powerful why to get you there, put your money to where your mouth is. But then find another person in your life
0: That is probably in the same scenario that you are mm-hmm. And both of you guys feed each other
1: Yeah, if you have that family If, member, you, have friend, it. if you have it If yeah. not, pay for coaching People are so
0: People invest in it all the time yeah. they, they invest into the coaching for their business They invest into software in their business They invest into all kinds of stuff And They're investing into Bitcoin and stocks And all kinds of stuff for their future But even, hold on, I'm going to pause you
1: for there Forget that shit People invest in buying Jordans yeah. for five, $600 to wear, or they buy a purse, $2,000 purse to have a status of a Louis Vuitton, but you're 50 pounds overweight. You're getting your nails, your hair done every week. My, you haven't went to see a trainer Drop to work out.
0: The ego, yeah. leave the ego. Who gives a shit about what everybody else yeah. thinks? And just focus on you,
1: your body. When you look at there's the problem. There's always a problem. Well, what's the solution? Start scaling back the onion. There's pain somewhere. Someone's given up years ago. Talk to someone who's 50 pounds overweight. Anyone in this world. As you peel back the onion, you find the real reason. And that's why I love what I do. I'm not making millions doing what I do, but like someone in the trade that builds something, whether they're tiling a new bathroom, when they leave, I feel great. They're proud. Just, yeah, they're proud. Yeah. So when I f- speak to someone, not only am I a coach, and not only do I work on helping them eat and exercise, I'm also a psychologist. Because I got to keep you motivated. 70% of the messages that I send to people all day, every day... Our mindset.
0: Yeah. So just get into that mindset so then you can achieve what you need to achieve that day.
1: Yeah. And and, and remember, 30 years old, you better remember this. You're 40 it's right fast. away.
0: It's fast. Anybody who's gone through it, yeah. it's fast.
1: My daughter's turning fifteen this month, bro. Yeah, that's insane. I have a fifteen year old daughter. That's mm. crazy. And I met a buddy at a restaurant yesterday who I went to high school with, who we were in the same physique and everything. And I met him, and his life has changed, and he has gained, he gained a lot of weight, weight. And his life hasn't progressed maybe like in mine, family, business and kids, and not saying that if you have kids you're successful, but when you don't have kids and you're focusing on yourself, you should focus on yourself. And you should put everyone should be taught when they start high school, you should spend 100 bucks a month on your body. Whether it's getting a coach, eating healthy, buying a book, spend money in your body. People invest in all these stupid stocks and crypto, and I laugh. I'm like, bro, you're you're putting money into a stock. Where's your body? Yeah. Your health is going to shits, but you care about Apple and, and Tesla stuff. It's
0: it's funny how you get a lot of successful older people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hugely successful. Huge. But their health has deteriorated and oh, now yeah. they're not living oh, to I have, enjoy it. I have those 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 are the the dual
1: Ferrari owners, those are the... And how the, many medications are they taking? Oh, man, it's crazy. Those are the seven to 10,000 square foot home guys. Great clients. Again, the priority is on, is, was, and maybe will be on business and not them. And again, if you scale back to Onion, it goes to what they're striving to run away from, from when they're a kid. We all have pain as kids. Yep. All of us. Right, I have a, a fear of failure pain that from growing up without a father, the last thing I ever want to do is not have money for financial freedom. The last thing I want is for me not to be able to take my kids on vacation. I don't want to be a grandfather that can't take both my kids and their families yeah. to Greece. Yeah. And because of that fear of failure, fear of losing, fear of seeing my mom like not having the money to do this, not having to take us out. Just the that we had, it forced me to say, I'm going to work my ass off so I don't live like that. A lot of people have that background, but it has to stem from things that hurt them. So when they're older, all they care about is power, wealth, success, control. Don't worry about my body. Don't worry. I'm okay. It's got to be a balance though. Yeah. And, I'm, that, I'm, and, and
0: in your 30s is the wake up call. Because in
1: yeah. your 20s,
0: you're strong. You have a lot of strength.
1: You have no stress.
0: You no stress, but in your thirties now, lots of time. You have a lot of uh, you have a lot going on. So I know that you mentioned on the other show there that in the twenties it was just basically just hard weights, just dumbbells, just barbells. In your thirties, what exercises are you changing? What 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 should you be
1: focusing on? I think we should spread the salad up, and I think you should need to get more creative and in jumping into mobility, cardiovascular. A little bit of yoga, a little bit of mindset, a little bit of relaxation. The foundation's got to be weights. Like, that's never going to change. My mom's 74, and she does 45 minutes of weight training, 10 minutes of cardio. Never going to change. Now, depending on the goal you want, depending on the uh, the physique you want, depending on the outcome, I want her to be strong, to live till 99, mm-hmm. so I'm making her lift weights. Because... I know women who fall in their sixties that break their pelvis. Yeah, I know women and men in their sixties that to sit in. Why do you think they make toilets in retirement homes so much higher? Because people can't squat, they can't hinge. Yeah, so people got to look at mobility
0: issues. They got to look at yeah.
1: mixing things around. You got to look at your your occupation. Now with COVID, do you know how many clients we see that come to us with kyphosis? In the upper extremity So kyphosis is People listening now Is standing up Straight in a chair Shroud your shoulders forward Put your hands forward Like you're on a laptop And, and tilt your head in This is the position That 90% of the planet Is on every day 8 to 10 hours So are they doing ATWYs at all? No Are they standing up And doing 5 minutes of Mobility movements? No Because it may look stupid But the companies that foster that type of lifestyle in their work do well. you got to start looking at exercises which will help you into the future. And the smartest way to do it is if you do have kids, go do shit with them. It's an excuse. I'm going to take the kid to the park. While they're at the park, I'm going to jog around the soccer thing while they're on the swings. I'm going to ride my bike with them. Yeah. Because if not you are creating a role model for your kids that's not going to be productive and healthy, right? Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is bring your kids to a gym owner like me and say, oh, can you help my kid lose weight or overweight? My, you're 45 pounds overweight. You're telling me to help your kid? What about you? <laughs> uh, well, we do both, you know? So I know that also kids fitness at our club. A-
0: adults in their 30s, they get into a lot of natural paths. They get into a lot of that kind of mindset. Is, yep. it, is it worth to get into that? Because I guess they're doing it because they want that calmness. They want that relaxation because they have all the stress going on in their lives.
1: Well, what happens is you got to look at gut health. I'm not a pro at gut health. I'm a performance nutrition specialist. You come to me. I can help change your physique, help you perform, jump faster, run, change your tissue, your body. But when I'm not good at something like gut health, I have a naturopathic doctor, holistic nutritionist that we work with together. As we're getting older, the body can't break down food properly. The body's ability to absorb nutrients isn't the same like when you're in your 20s. All the shit you may or may not have been eating for the past two decades is catching up with you. Decreasing the amount of the body's ability to absorb food, to break down certain foods, to, to release certain foods you need them. I think reaching out to getting assistance from a naturopath, holistic nutritionist is fine so well that you are training. If you go to see a nutrition expert and you're not working out, it's stupid. There's no reason It's for like it. brushing your teeth with no toothpaste. Yeah. It's not going to work. I don't care who you're seeing because they will help you conserve, constrict, or reduce caloric consumption, which is healthy for all humans. But when there's no expenditure, when your body's not burning, producing energy, they don't work together. You can't eat healthy and not work out because working out creates the need to fuel more. So when you eat healthy, you build muscle and you burn fat. If you don't work out, but you eat less, your BMR, your basal metabolic rate will naturally decline. When your BMR declines, you're screwed. You don't burn as many calories. You can't build muscle. Your body's natural state understands, okay, well, we're not growing. We're not getting stronger faster. Let's just start slowing down. Just and
0: automatically what, does that.
1: Yeah, and again, with age, BMR declines, man. So when clients come see us, or if I'm, I'm meeting a client overseas internationally, I'll say, go get a, 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 an assessment done. I want to know your body fat percentage first, weight is second, I want to know your BMR, how many calories your body burns per day, your body water. I want to know your blood pressure and your resting heart rate. Because resting heart rate was really cool. I I met someone this week, and the resting heart rate was 86 beats per minute. Okay. Okay. 86 beats per minute minus 70, which is the average, is 16. 16 times 60 minutes in an hour and 24 hours in a day. Read that number. So 23,040. Extra beats per day Okay. So when people talk about anxiety It's not because of your job It's not because of where you work It's not your kids It's your bloody heart That's beating 23,000 extra And contributing to that Right, why? Because it's stuck in a rib cage full of fat
0: So that brings up my next point to connect it to it As we kind of wrap up this show Is the mental health so, you get people in their 30s probably having their first panic attack. That's weird. They, they start having like anxiety now and they start wondering, what the hell's going on with me? And that's directly rated with your beats per minute. It has it to increase it. It increases it. 100%. Right? Yeah.
1: Especially if you watch social media, studies have shown that resting heart rate increases when someone's scrolling through social media. Why? Comparison syndrome. You're seeing shit so fast and you're absorbing so much. Big home, car, sexy body, money. You're seeing all this shit and you start comparing your life to that. There's a gap and you're like, is that gap where I want to be, what I want to do? So now you start forgetting your core identity. Now you're forgetting your whole goal this month was to work out and eat healthy. But because you're scrolling, you're forgetting all the priorities you should be putting in place to get that and you're looking at the sexy body the woman who's got the the physique the leanness but some woman doesn't know that chick's got a filters on her body she hasn't had kids yet she eats a thousand calories a day when you're a working mom of three people got to recognize that you know heart health is just as important as exercise health
0: and just a note to everybody because there's a lot of people in construction that flip through all those and even follow those kinds of pages and things like that. Back in my day, it was a very expensive item to Photoshop certain singers and certain celebrities and Photoshop in a moving image cellulite and everything like that, make the skin perfect. Today, it's it's easy, exactly. It's It's easy as hell that you can make a video and you can Photoshop the hell out of everything. And it's a misrepresentation of the truth. But that, like you said... It's true, your mind, and then it compares it to your life, and you're like, I'm a failure now.
1: Comparison syndrome. Yeah,
0: it's a a huge killer.
1: Yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I just finished listening to a podcast from my coach right now, Vince Del Monte, and he talked about the most important hour of the day is the one hour before you go to bed. The wind down. Yeah, the 98.3% of people in the world scroll through their phone the last hour it's before thing go to thing bed. You
0: can do. It's the worst thing you
1: could do. 90.3% of the population does it while they're in bed, bro. And I'm guilty of it sometimes too, but what's happening is he talked about the gap where you're looking at things that aren't real, aren't true, and instead of focusing on writing down the problems you want to solve tomorrow, your daily routine, your gratitude, your affirmation, you're just in a bizarre solar system of wanting needing looking so when you close your phone you go to bed you're stressing your body to want that shit so when you wake up you're more reactive and instead of your body thinking of before i go to bed i'm grateful for my health for my family for my work tomorrow i'm going to visualize a great workout i'm going to visualize beating my last exercise i'm going to visualize eating my healthy food i'm going to visualize helping someone else lose weight that's gone and you wake up thinking, oh, last night I saw that guy with expensive car or the home with a body. You're already
0: in a negative state the right. moment you wake up. So it's super important. It's the same difference how people always talk about affirmations before you go to sleep. And you mm-hmm. you tell yourself the goals that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, It doesn't matter. It may sound stupid. I want to go to the moon. Whatever it is, whatever right. your affirmations, your goals are, you tell yourself that out loud in your head before you go to sleep. Fall asleep telling yourself that over and over.
1: You will wake up with
0: ideas subconscious will
1: work t- on it to bring exactly to bring it to it Honestly, and it's so is true truth. and people that make fun of this yin yang this yada yada lifestyle of all no
0: no the universe is there man it's it's there it's there
1: if you look at all the successful people in the world they all talk the same stuff planning visualizing affirmations and i've tried it this you know some my best morning i'll wake up I'll sit down. I'll pray. And I start thinking five things I'm really truthfully grateful for. My wife, my kids, my staff, my clients. I tell myself, you're so lucky to have a business where you can wear gym clothing, work out, do something I love, and help people. Change people's lives. And get paid for it. I'm like, I'm thankful, God. So then my whole morning's cool. If someone pissed off something breaks i lose a sale whatever happens i'm okay but the mornings i wake up a little late and i rush through that i'm reactive i get angry i get anxious if someone doesn't show up i get pissed why didn't they show up for my appointment who are they and then i'm like slow down bro maybe they had a problem we don't know what's going on yeah so it's 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 important but i'm hoping that people are recognizing that health and fitness is a non-negotiable. Death, taxes, and fitness. You try to hide from them, you can't. We're going to die. We're going to pay our taxes in some way or another. And we're going to need to have fitness. And I like how you're cutting every decade and what to focus on. But as long as you just dabble and stay involved with it, you'll always have a better quality of life. And I'd rather live till 90 with quality versus you know 50 60 with all the the Problems. moon the cars and everything
0: yeah i agree with you i want to wrap up this show with one last point that you can address this decade of age especially in a physical job actually you know what in an office job as well too that's when the joints and the pain and the lower back and all the little creaks
1: yeah they start happening now i would say more worse and and people in the world are going to hate me for this for the office guys yeah the construction guys i like they're still moving around they're moving around they have a physical but they but they have a risk repetitive yeah
0: but they have a risk of damage carpal tunnel lower back pain stress all kinds of shit
1: how do we avoid that how do and and how do we heal from that you got to look at the basis of the skeleton okay the skeleton was made to push and pull horizontally It was made to push over your head and then pull down vertically, squat, lunge, twist, and run. Okay. Those are called functional planes of motion or functional exercises. When you remove one or two or three of them, the function, the body has dysfunction. So when someone doesn't hinge or squat or do rowing exercises, they will start having dysfunction where the shoulders protrude forward. There's tightness in the chest and the deltoid. Now they have kyphosis of the shoulder. If they're not squatting or getting to the floor, like someone that's doing tiling, when they bend down, their back's going to go because they're not used to that position. Functional exercises or doing a workout which requires one of all those movements is the secret. Because people can say to me, oh, I spin six days a week. Okay, are you rowing? No. So you're going to have a back problem. Are you pulling from up to down? Okay, no. You're going to have a posture issue. Someone that works out and does not do legs or does not do lunges and they own these machines, well, you're going to have a balance issue, coordination issue. People who sit at a desk all day, they need, I think, exercise more than the person who's doing a laborious job the person who's doing a construction or laborer's job needs to understand that they're more in the intermediate stage. They want to fix the posture, the dysfunction, the imbalance, the overworking some muscles. For example, electricians, they're always above head. Yeah. I, I remember trying to change a light fixture once and my shoulders were burning. Yeah. And the guys are like, bro, I, I don't even work out. I can do it because they're used to it. However, they've
0: conditioned their body
1: constantly being in the overhead position with your hands up causes tightness in the traps. So you're always flexing those muscles. Well, if you don't relax them or learn how to retract your scapula and be in an arch position, those will take over. So as you get older, you're going to start getting pain in your cervical area, which shoots down the nerve into your fingers. Right. So
0: the body's connected.
1: Yeah, man, hundred percent. And I know in
0: the twenties, and, and I was guilty of this too. We didn't care about stretching, we didn't give a shit about stretching. But stretching it wasn't was ex- big. I know. But in the thirties, you start realizing the benefit of and, stretching.
1: And thankfully, as a gym owner and as a coach, I've always been open minded, and I never thought I would know everything. So whenever I would meet new coaches or hire new staff, and they brought something new, share it, show me, let me learn. And as fitness is moving towards the way it's going towards, it's going to preventative rehabilitation, prehab. It's going towards fix your body for the physiotherapy movements that are required when you're injured before you get injured. Yeah. So you can get better with that. And a lot of it has to do with a postural, we call it a movement assessment. Where a good coach today, if you're hiring a coach, should first assess Your body statistics, weight, percentage of body fat, blood pressure, resting heart rate, composition. Second, they should assess your bloody skeleton. Can you stand against the wall and roll your arms up and down, keeping your forearms and your wrists flat? No. If you can't do a wall arm slide, and your hands cave in, you have a dysfunction in the shoulder. So they should stop making you press overhead or barbell squat because you're taking a skeleton that cannot put its, its, its limbs in a certain position and you're putting load on it. So you're going to ruin that person's shoulders over time. If someone cannot squat or hinge properly and when they squat, their knees past their toes and their back bends, as soon as you give them a ball to hold or a dumbbell, you're making them worse. Yeah. So today coaches should provide a movement assessment. That's what we do. And then you train to fix this function. Then we lose weight. Because if you got a bad knee and when you lunge, your knee caves in, and I don't fix that, the more you lose weight, the more you're going to burn out that tendon and eventually something's going to snap.
0: That goes to a lot of the. Um, we,
1: we know this as you get older,
0: you got to deconstruct things to rebuild things. Yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And it's that. And we don't know how long the deconstruction is going to take, but the deconstruction is probably even more valuable than the actual construction. You know what I mean? Because there's no sense in going forward if you carry what is wrong from the past.
1: And everyone listening, because this is a Construction Life podcast, will understand that. Because you go to a home, you want to knock down a wall, okay, well, there's supporting beams. Let's fix this first, and then we can do that. And that's how the body works especially from 30 to 40s it's
0: amazing all right dimitri i'm enjoying this man taking all kinds of notes and looking forward to listening to these again over and over everybody reach out to dimitri that was the 30-year-olds. So Dimitri from Pure Motivation Fitness, www.puremotivationfitness.com, Dimitri at com, and the Instagram handles is Dimitri Ginkoulas and puremotivationfitness.com.
1: Yeah, man. Send me, if you guys have questions, just follow me on Instagram at Dimitri Ginkoulas. Just ask. Send me your questions. I'm happy to help out on my YouTube channel. I'm very, very vocal on giving tips out. People are sometimes afraid to reach out to a coach because they're worried the coach is going to ask them to buy or make them feel uncomfortable. I think people are
0: worried that they don't want to hear the truth.
1: Yeah, and they're hiding from that.
0: They're scared of that.
1: But they should always remember that getting knowledge is power, man. Yeah, 100%. especially different types of knowledge from different types of coaches. Right.
0: All right. Thanks, bro. All right. We're off to uh, next week. We're going to be doing the 40 year olds, which nice. is your group That's and the group, group that baby. I just left. Nice. Uh, <laughs>